No stopping us now, boy. No, no, indeed. This is House of Pride Radio, Pride Radio, San Francisco, United States, coming to you live every Wednesday. Here we go with episode 134. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner, and co-hosting today with me is Miss Ladybug Gilmore. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Uh, I don't know. If they, we, we need to hear from some folks, don't we? Yes. Well, it's kind of quiet. Call us at 415-550-0511. This is San Francisco, 415-550-0511. Christina, Miss Ladybug Gilmore, welcome to House Pride Radio. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back here again. It feels like home again. Well, that's what we're all about. Now, we have a uh, uh, a guest on the line. Well, she's more like family. Yes. Uh, it's the one and only Miss Gypsy Love. Hey. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you, girl? I'm doing great. How are y'all? I'm doing good, honey. Sitting did in. Everyone enjoy their Fourth mm-hmm. of July. I did. Did you, Christina? What? Enjoy your Fourth of July? Yeah, I didn't do anything special. I just basically stayed in the house. What did you do, oh, Gypsy? <laughs> it's so it's so foggy 
here in San Francisco, but luckily we were able to see some fireworks from our neighborhood. So I live by the beach, and we got to see some pretty nice shows. I'm sure all of them were illegal, but it was fun while it lasted. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. There was an official fireworks out by the marina or out in the bay. I saw um, the fog. There was definitely fog, but the ceiling wasn't as low as it was last year. So you actually got to see three-fourths of the whole display. And oh, no. so, nice. so we're happy that the tourists were able to be, you know, entertained. Uh, we we take it, uh, you know, in stride here as as residents of San Francisco. <laughs> well, fog is just one of our our friends here in San Francisco. I think it keeps us young. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for the skin. It's a facial. <laughs> yes, it's a great facial. And uh, despite the fog, the chilly San Francisco summer fog, uh, this month astrologically is looking nice and warm and cozy. We've got some really beautiful celestial alignments coming up so i thought i'd share a few of those with you guys well that is just fabulous well let me set you up gypsy love ladies and gentlemen we have a special treat for you today the one and only miss gypsy love will be sharing knowledge love and unity through the stars <laughs> you know, we just have to tweak it a little bit here. <laughs> it's fantastic. So, all right. Well, there are a few things going on this month in the stars, and I think all of them uh, carry along the same uh, similar theme, at least, of um, really kind of turning inward, looking inward a little bit, and um, kind of revitalizing the way that we create and express ourselves. And for a city like San Francisco, which is full of dreamers and artists, I can't think of a better way to jumpstart our creative mojo. Um, on July 11th, this coming up Monday, the beautiful planet of Venus enters the expressive and creative fire starter Leo. Um, Leo is uh, the sign that we look to when we think of the fine arts, when we think of expression and creativity. It rules anything from children and animals to stage theater and music and dance. And when Venus, the planet of attraction, enters that sign, we start to really find ourselves more conducive to aligning with the energies and the people that make it possible for us to express our divine selves. So everybody enjoy this. Um, the other planet that is entering Leo closely behind Venus a couple days later would be Mercury. And Mercury, as we, as you probably heard me say in the past, is the planet of communication and cognition and thought process. So when you really put those two planets together, you're thinking about heart, Venus, and mind, mm. Mercury. So Sounds your interesting. Your mind are teaming up in the plant in the sign of expression so i expect to see lots of beautiful entertainers out there doing their thing and sparkling like we only know how the other exciting um, alignment happening uh, this month july 17th we get to see uh, or we get to feel rather uh, what's called a grand water trine. And a grand trine is when three planets line up in, uh, in a 120-degree in a angle, look, forming what 
looks would look like a triangle in the sky and they're all in the same element in this particular case it, the planets we're working with here well the sun is a star really and we're also talking about a chiron which is an asteroid but we've got the sun mars and chiron in a beautiful water grand trine and this just really carries on the feel-good vibes of the venus mercury alignment um, it also really softens our um, our hearts uh, in preparation for the full moon, which comes up on July 19th in Capricorn. So if you're finding yourself uh, really kind of challenged to overcome some emotional issues, just know that that's all part of the healing process. It's all part of what the stars want for you. And this grand water trine will allow you to really receive divine wisdom so if you have a chance to sit inside maybe on that day or a couple days before or after and really treat yourself to uh, indulge in the comforts of your home or whatever makes you feel nice and warm and fuzzy I encourage everyone to do that because this particular full moon coming up on July 9th which is embraced by this lovely grand water trine it, it's super conducive to your comfort zone it can help you get nice and cozy as you activate other changes that need to be made emotionally mm-hmm. um, your confidence will also grow if you do this because as, as we look inside we always come to some sort of realization about maybe a certain aspect of our lives that we haven't really been showcasing enough or we haven't really been flexing certain emotional muscles enough and by the time july 22nd hits the sun will have entered its own sign of leo leo is actually ruled by the sun and so this just gives that extra boost of leo confidence in addition to that venus and mercury alignment now we've got the sun in there and wow hold on to your hats because this is when you're going to start to feel more expressive um, you're going to really want to shine your light. And I say, when in doubt, go for it. Um, Uranus Absolutely. is actually stationing retrograde in Aries on July 29th, which will probably contribute to a bit of restlessness. So if you're feeling like you might have been constrained by certain external factors in your life, this would be the time to look for some new perspectives that will liberate you from all that. You might even feel a little bit just a little stressed or definitely kind of a, an electricity flowing through your veins that makes you eager to change something. I say go with it uh, because by the time the month ends, Mercury will have entered it, its own sign as well, which is Virgo. Um, and by July 30th, it's time to start putting those new discoveries to practical use. Yes, and bring sunscreen. Bring sunscreen is right (laughs) (laughs) how do you know all of this uh astrological information it's a lifetime of study um i i keep up on the astrological trends and you know really your own chart is is really your best learning tool so um, feel free to visit me at gypsyloveproductions.com. You can email me at gypsy at gypsyloveproductions.com if you'd like to have your own reading and um, follow the way the universe inside you interacts with the universe outside. And that really, I have to say, is probably your best tool in learning how to flow in synchronicity with the universe. Fabulous advice, Gypsy Love. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Enjoy the rest of the show, and congratulations, Miss Tweeka, on the amazing accomplishments that you are achieving in the music sector. I can't tell you how proud and honored I am to have collaborated with you and to continue to co-create with you. I'm just all for clumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I look forward to working with you on future projects, and we will see you here at House of Pride Radio in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I look forward to it. We'll talk about August. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everyone. Everyone, let's have a nice round of applause for Gypsy Love. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, girl. We love you too, Mama. Take care. Okay. We'll be right back after a short musical break.
All right, we're back, House of Pride Radio. We just talked to Gypsy Love. She gave us a nice reading, which is fabulous. We were just dancing to a little fifth dimension. Let the sunshine in. We need it here in San Francisco, don't we, Chris? Stina? Oh, oh yes, absolutely, honey. Why don't you introduce our next guest who's sitting with us right now? Our next guest sitting right next to me is none other than... Uh, oh, I oh keep th- I can't, I can't think of the name. I put. I, I ate too much today. I and put I, her on the I'm spot. <laughs> I put you on the spot. Let me do the honors. Yeah, yeah, please. It is an honor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Back, and we love having him every time from the Imperial Court. Uh, the reigning emperor, 2016, uh, Mr. Salvador Tovar. Good evening, everyone. Yay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How's it going, honey? Great, great. It's great to be back. Yeah, it is a little chilly, right? This is our our winter here in San Francisco. When the fog rolls in, the chill descends. Um, uh, you happen to be the emperor of San Francisco now, currently right. reigning. Uh, you also own a fabulous store called Sparky's, co-own a fabulous store called Sparky's Fun and Joy. Uh, who hey, folks they're actually sponsoring us. Uh, so let's do um, a little shout out to the Sparkies. What's going on this month? Thank you. So this month, um, it's been really fun. We had a lot of great things for 4th of July, but uh, Bastille Day is coming up as well. So we have a lot of decorations going out for all of our French peeps out there, French restaurants. There's a lot of French folks in San Francisco. Oui, oui. (laughs) (laughs) So what, what would one find there to celebrate the holiday? Um, oh, anything. When you, our philosophy is you dream it, we create it, we blow it. So right now, the biggest thing is like theme parties. There's all these festivals going on within the city. So any type of color, any type of, of things that you're looking for, we have it. In fact, a lot of our products, for especially our balloon products, are biodegradable. So we know the type of product that we use from the latex. It is made in the USA. And we are pretty, pretty cognizant and aware of the social and environmental issues dealing with uh, helium and mm-hmm. balloons. Yeah. Oh my God, I've never heard such a elaborate description of blowing up a balloon. <laughs> okay. It's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So fabulous. Sparky's, everyone go there for your party needs. Yeah, we're located at 115 Clement Street, and you can order online at sparkysfunandjoy.com. And I forgot to mention, we also deliver too. Oh, well, that's a nice touch. Do you personally deliver? Sometimes. I, I actually like to go meet our clients like, that we have and just ask them like how they found out about us. One of the big things that why I started this, this job is to put smiles on people's faces. And if I can do it with a balloon, this is what I want to do when I grow up. Is that a restaurant? No, it's a party supply store. So we have balloons, party supplies, and toys for kids and pets. Okay. I need, I, I want to get that uh, right the information down because I would like to come by. Oh, please do. Yeah. Okay. It's on Clement Street. Oh yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. Do you have some party needs? Well, I'm looking for some um, outfits because you know, pretty soon in November, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a member of the Alameda Ducal because we're going to be having a Stars and Stripes show fundraiser this year, and I want to dress up in like in a uh, red, white, and blue flag, you know, flag everywhere to represent the uh, United States, and also to support the veterans who's been in the army, you know, served in the, served our country, mm-hmm. whatnot. So it's a lot of stuff um, I want to get uh, for this year because I want to go way out this year. Yes. All right, girl, you go. That do they have flags at? 
We have flags. We have red, white, and blue. We have any. Uh, we can even design Pride. something for you too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm about to come down there. Please do. Please do. Yeah. In fact, actually, we're looking for some talent too right now. So if you are looking oh. for a, a job opportunity with fun, cool, and hip people, uh, visit us again online at Sparky's Fun and Joy. Hit contact us. And looking for several fun people that want to have an experience in San Francisco with a locally gay-owned and operated store. What kind of fun experience? Like blowing up balloons and stuff? Blowing balloons, uh, sales, we can uh, deliveries, and and we have some marketing opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. You need a job, Christina. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Christina got her job Maybe. dancing and singing. Maybe. <laughs> I got some great pictures of her from last Friday at, at your little yeah, show. Uh, uh, Balance Wire. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was there uh, for Cruising Deluxe show. Oh, H- right. H- your mama drag. Yes, yeah, I missed that last Friday, but I was. I was oh, it was. Oh, it was. It was I will be there this Friday. It, it was. Cruising. It was beautiful. It was off. It was off the hook to me. Are you, are you coming by this Friday? I'm thinking about it. I'm Why thinking about it. Why don't you try? I'm going to try. I'm going to try hard. I'm going to try. If nothing doesn't come up. Do you have any LED lighting effects over there at, um, um, at uh, Sparky's? We do some with the with the balloons. So we put them inside. So not yeah. the larger type of items, but yeah. uh, things that we can orchestrate with the balloon. Oh, balloon Either effects. Either air yeah. inflated or with helium. I love those. Those are cool. The lighted LED balloons. Oh, yeah. And yeah. a lot of cool things like with the art. I mean, it's just really, it's being an artist, right? And I do it through yeah. the latex. The design of the, the balloon. You can see the, Correct. the yeah. We like can, arches and. Oh, yeah. And we can distort balloons to look like people, like ears. So at Pride, what we did is we created, we had a double-decker bus for the imperial court mm-hmm. and i transformed that into a unicorn so oh very cool nice. how do you manipulate latex balloons that way you put balloons in, it's it's our trick actually oh, okay. you almost let me reveal the secret so if you <laughs> folks listening to us if you need a job call salvador he may very well hire you and teach you the secrets of balloon manipulation great yeah that's true. i would like to know how to manipulate a balloon <laughs> or two um i used to be a clown in an ice cream truck back in Long Island back in the day. Oh, nice. I never did the balloons, but if I had the skills, I might have tried it. I was just selling good humor ice cream in a clown outfit. I didn't know you did that. Driving a truck and ringing the damn bell. It was pretty okay. funny if you think about it. Okay. But yeah, I sold some ice cream to Billy Joe and his daughter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Out that in the was Hamptons. a bell. It wasn't like the music. It was a bell. It's like you had to ring the damn thing. Yeah, so you'd be driving and. A lot of logistics going on, Salvador. Speaking of bell, I did that song "Ring My Bell" by Anita Ward. That's great. Last Friday, did you do that one? I did last Friday at Balasquare. Great song, great song. Um, So, what is going on, Salvador, with the Imperial Court this month? Wow, so this month, what do we have? We have, Actually, this Saturday, we have our, our monthly fundraiser. It's going to be a Sunday, uh, Saturday split instead of a Sunday split. So we'll be having uh, sponsorships with some local ice cream stores here mm. and then we're gonna we're gonna be offering banana splits it's an open show so if anybody's willing and wanting to volunteer their time and services to come by we'll be having some raffle prizes as well christina what do yeah. you doing saturday girl <laughs> well i'm I, I had planned on going to castro valley pride uh oh, that's right this, that's this saturday uh-huh at, at uh, castro in castro valley you went last year yeah and i'm going this year okay 
So a couple of people are expecting to see me. Well, I, I shout out to Amani Washington. She's actually performing there on yes, stage. Yes, yes. She was a guest of ours recently. Uh-huh. Uh, she has that new song out, My Heart Beats Fasto, off of the yeah. Swish right. Craft label, Matt Consola's right. label. Shout out. Girl, you bring it. Okay. I know she's going to do a good job. Amani <laughs> Washington, check her out on iTunes, folks. I, I told her, uh, well, I told whoever's in, in charge of Castro Valley, I want to uh, perform next year. Okay. Well, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so where is the uh, fundraiser, Salvador? The fundraiser is from 4 to 7 at mm-hmm. Bo this Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so really close by. Bo's been a really good good, um, good sponsor venue. for us. Yeah, yeah. They've, ha- they've hosted our monthly events. And, in fact, it's kind of to start the announcement of our contest for Mr. and Mrs. Gay. That I mean, not, ooh, not Mr. and Mrs. Gay. We've already had that. We have Piper and Jethro that took those those titles. Mm-hmm. But it's Mr. and Mrs. Golden Gate that we will be having the contest for. And what this is is it's a contest to see who can sell the most raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, the you can turn in your applications on August 3rd at the Lookout. I believe we're going to be there like from 4 to 7, 5 mm-hmm. to 7. Mm-hmm. You can turn in. And then we also will be having our introduction of the Golden Gates at the Dollhouse on August 6th, and that will be at the Midnight Sun. So That's Saturday, correct? Correct. And then the, the contestants have at least about three weeks to go ahead and sell tickets, to whenever, whichever method they have to them, and get themselves out there to be the one uh, the one who sells the most tickets. We'll have those two options with Mr. and Miss Gay. Oh, Miss, not, ooh, I keep saying Mr. and Mrs. Gay. Mr. and Mrs. Golden Gate. Oh, oh yeah. so somebody's going to be running for that? That title correct those are the titles that we're we're, go- we're going to um be oh. having for this year and uh, a big shout out to leandro and Rhonda. they did an amazing job this year in fact last year they raised i believe over i think it was over fourteen thousand dollars just in ticket sales wow. so it was pretty big that's yeah. a lot oh yeah way to go you guys are turning it out this year okay yeah. <clears throat> Oh yeah, so it's been fun. It's been a great year. It's been four months out, out, that have gone by, and uh, mm-hmm. looking forward to the next eight to see the magic that we can create. Okay, that sounds fun. How long is your reign, girl? For a year, <laughs> yes, February, the end of it February. It seems like eight years. <laughs> I know, I know. Time goes by so fast. In fact, like I just realized it was a quarter. I'm like, wow. Looking at the back at the accomplishments we've done. The trials and tribulations of coming into a new reign and you know what you want to bring and what you want to manifest and what people perceive that you they want you to do it's it's all about the it's all about the new opportunities that we bring to the table and i think that's what i enjoy with uh, being the reigning emperor of san francisco right now awesome and your significant other is the one and only emma peel is that correct that's correct yes yes a shout out to Emma Peel. Where is she right now? Is she working? Hey, Emma, if you're out there. She's probably working right now, yeah, and, and uh, earning her pay. <laughs> <laughs> earning her coins, sister. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. She got to bring home the bacon. <laughs> you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we take a, a musical break? We have an interesting guest coming up uh, via the telephone. He lives um, North Bay. Uh, and his name is um, Slacky Largemont. Uh, that's his pseudo name. But he uh, is a fabulous drummer, actually a uh, quite successful drummer who's worked with um, mm-hmm. Tina Turner and uh, oh, Sheryl cool. Crow. He's also a songwriter. He's, he's responsible for Sheryl Crow's biggest hits. Uh-huh. Uh, he penned those. So we're going to get into it with him. Okay, cool. Uh, so why don't we listen to um, a song that he probably played drums live on stage with uh, the one and only legendary Tina. Turner. Cool. Wow. All right. 
Well, that's the magical question. What love got to do with it? Why don't we ask our next next guest who actually played drums uh, while Tina Turner was touring live for a spell back in the day. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, by telephone, but let's get a nice round of applause for Brian McLeod. Yeah. Hey, are you with us? Oh, that's a live audience. You got one. That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Hold on, Brian. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Hold on. Okay. Can you hear me now? Hey, hey. Can speak louder. Hear, yeah, <laughs> speak up. Now I hear you. I hear you guys. All right. Hear I hear me. You. I'm Miss Ladybug. <laughs> Hello. I'm hey, Ross of Italia. Welcome Aww. to the House of Pride show. We, we've got a full studio, Brian. Oh, my God. Now I'm nervous. 
Oh boy. Don't don't be nervous, but the magic question to you is what's love got to do with it? I don't know. I keep I've asked myself that since I was a kid. But uh, I've got to say, playing with Tina, I actually didn't play with her live. I did a record with her. I think it might be one of her last records. It's just called Tina Turner. And I, I flew from uh, L.A. to London. And usually when I do these kind of records, half the time, even I'd say 75% of the time, the artist isn't even there. So I didn't even think she was going to be there. <clears throat> and I walk in the studio, and she stands up from the couch and goes, ah, You must be Brian. Thanks for coming all the way out to play on my record from California. You are so sweet. And I was just always like, uh, okay. <laughs> she had so much class and grace, and it was so much fun. And uh, and then I asked, I asked her, I go, well, if you ever need a live drummer. And then she looked at my eyes really serious, and she goes, I've had my drummer for 40 years. Nobody replaces him. Oh. oh. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, so when they go yeah. live, she yeah, has, like yeah. She has loyalty, you know? That's mm-hmm. Good. So like you were the like you were the guy who played the drums on the studio takes of of the, of her tracks. Of, yeah, of the record, her last record. I think I think it's her last record. It's just called Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. What um yeah. Were there any songs off of that that um resonated top forty? Do you know? I know. It's, I didn't do my research. That's you know, okay. I gotta I gotta tell you, Tweeka. I'm mm-hmm. I'm am a space cadet, and I, I I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying I played on so many things that sometimes I have to go on the internet. And Wikipedia myself just to find out. Oh yeah, that's right. I played on that. I, d- like, I know, actually did that. <laughs> I know. Check this out. The first record I played, you know, because I'm from San Francisco. I'm a native. Oh, okay. And, uh, the first record I I played on when I was 17 years old was Sylvester. Fabulous. You dig that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's so interesting. We have, you know, oh, we've been doing House of Pride for three years, so we've had the opportunity to speak with, uh, and now we're acquaintance of Jeannie Tracy, and um, oh, excellent. You know, we've spoken to Peppa Mache, and uh, but mainly that's Jeannie Tracy has cool. been associated with Sylvester. Have you probably have crossed yeah. paths with her as well? Oh. Yeah. And see, Sylvester wasn't there when I did that, too. I was so excited. I was a kid. I was 17. I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be amazing. It was just me in the studio with a couple of dudes, you know, drinking coffee. It's like, oh, this is how it is. But on the rare rare occasion, I get to be in the studio with the artist, and it's pretty fun. Like one time, I played on a a Madonna song called I'll Remember. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was during, was that early 90s, mid 90s? Remember that the L.A. earthquake we had? Yeah. Well, there were some aftershocks, and it happened to be around that period, and I went into the studio to, to play drums on the song, and Madonna and the producer are in the control room, and I put the headphones on, I played the song once, and the producer asked me to do it again, and halfway through the song, we got a huge aftershock. I mean, massive. And I was playing drums right next to a brick wall. Oh, my so goodness. I just ran and jumped under the grand piano, and they stood up and they looked at me like, what is going on? And I come running in and I go, did you guys feel that? And they go, what? And I go, we had an aftershock. It was amazing. And, and the producer goes, well, the control room's on a free-floating floor. We didn't feel anything. I go, ah, you think I'm making this up? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, they, they thought you were like, you know, the drugs were kicking in or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, where are you based uh, now, Brian? Okay, this is crazy. I, uh, I... I live in Big Bear now, Big Bear Lake. I'm a mad skier. And uh, so I, I realized, you know, I get stuck in traffic from Santa Monica 
from from you know, like I live in you know like Pasadena area. From Santa Monica to Pasadena in traffic takes two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Well, from for, to get to Big Bear, it's like an hour and forty five minutes, and I just love the mountains now. And so I said, you know what? I'm just going to give this a shot because I'm not working as much as I used to. I mean, when I was a kid, I, I worked every week. Now I work maybe three days a month or something. You know? I still love it. But anyway, uh, so I moved up there to try it out. And the, the first call I got was I was on, actually on the chairlift. It was like it was my third run. And I get a call, and it's my buddy Ziggy Barley. He's like, Brian, man, can you come down to the studio tonight, the village? Man, can you do it? And I go, oh, uh, yeah. Let me, do, let me do two more runs. I'll see you at 730. <laughs> so I realized I could do it. I was like, this is awesome. I can live in the mountains and work in L.A. Awesome. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Best of both worlds. Well, I mean, you know, after a certain point, you've earned that, uh, you know, accommodation, I would think, all that hard work. Um, what are, Can you give us an example of one of the recent projects you're working on? Um, well, let me see. What's what the most recent? Um, well, I did. I, I was doing some stuff with Leonard Cohen. I did, his, I did Leonard Cohen's last record, and we're working on some new stuff. That's going really slow. And the funniest one is I, I just finished drums on, on Kiefer Sutherland's record. Oh. And it's actually pretty good. I'm wow. really proud of him. That's that cool fun. that some, you know, that you, do, you don't, I don't, I hardly ever think about it, but actors probably have, you know, are probably um, good in other genres like music as well. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he, his best friend is a, is a record producer and he basically is for, kind of forced him to make the record. He's like, you got good songs, you can sing. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. And, and and I heard him and I was like he's, he's all right he's really genuine you know he's like a uh, like a Merle Haggard or something oh very really cool. from the heart mm-hmm. he's very honest so tell us uh, tell us uh, let's go back a bit so you know um, how old were you or what was the scenario where you realized that you really had a passion for banging the drums oh my god it, it, it probably I think it was when I saw I'm dating myself now but I think it was when I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan and I just for some reason, saw Ringo and I went I want to do that mm. and I, it was just pure focus you know and then I, I play you know my my parents said well if you practice the snare drum and get all your rudiments maybe you'll get a drum kit and and I was a little I was this crazy little kid I was like seven years old and I was sending away for drum catalogs from all the big drum companies so every day catalogs were showing up and I'd read them you know eating my cereal before I'd go to go to school <clears throat> and then one Christmas you know, I opened a little package and, and it said, "Open the the doors to the to the dining room." And I opened the doors and there was a drum kit. Oh my God! Like, oh. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. amazing. And that... I still have it. I still have that kit. Well, it just goes to show you that you know, um, part of the element to make it happen is the support of the people around you, yeah, like oh, your folks. Absolutely, my parents were so supportive. My two brothers still are getting a little not pissed off but kind of like because they both wanted to play drums but because they were older and i'm the youngest you know how that goes they finally Mm -hmm. gave up they're like okay get the kid a drum kit whatever but the trade-off is is like if you look at photo albums there's tons of pictures of my brothers and you know by the time you get the third kid you're like ah whatever i'm like where's the pictures (laughs) of me (laughs) did um is your were your parents or are your parents um musicians as well no no, that's the crazy thing. They loved they loved music. They, my parents actually met at a uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, is it Harry James? Harry James, 
concert mm-hmm. uh, in, at the Palladium in L.A. And they met and they danced and fell in love and got married. And they, they were married till they passed away. And uh, but they loved music. You know, my, my dad actually turned me on to Gene Krupa. And, and when I was a little kid, my parents would take me to go see. Uh, oh, you'll love this. They took me to go see uh, Buddy Rich when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. That was at this crazy little dumpy restaurant in Mountain View where I grew up. And he was late, and he finally showed up, and he's like, where the hell am I? What is this dump? You know, my poor parents are sitting there. I'm like, ah, I thought it was funny, you know, but <laughs> I don't know if you know the history of Buddy Rich or have heard the Buddy Rich tapes, but maybe somebody there has. Has anyone he, heard he of Buddy Rich? Rasa? The drummer? The drummer. Yeah. Buddy, you have? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rasa knows. Oh, okay. That name sounds yeah. familiar, yeah. Buddy yeah, Rich. Yeah, they, they, they had... They, there's, there was these tapes circulating around because he used to berate his musicians. He got these young college kids to, to play music, you know, to be in his band. And after the shows, he, he was like, there was something wrong with him. He, you know, he was bipolar or whatever. But there's famous tapes of, of, of him ranting at his band. And you can actually, there's a sign, there's a couple of Seinfeld episodes where they quote him. You know, they don't say it's him, but it's like, they got that from the Buddy Rich tapes. But yeah, it's sad. He passed oh. away. He was the best drummer in the world, though. So I think he did all right. <laughs> but yeah, from there, I just kept studying. And then um, I, when I was in high school, I started studying with Narada Michael Walden. Do you guys know who he is? I do. Record He's producer. a. Yes, I. Uh, yes, he lives actually in the Bay Area, too, I believe. He sure does, yeah. Because my mom would take me to, to, to. Oh, God bless her little heart. She'd take me to, to lessons with him, and he taught me a lot. You know, didn't he do, was it uh, A Free Way of Love? I think he did that. Did he write that? that? Aretha Franklin recorded that. Did you play drums on that one? (laughs) No, he did. He did. I'm talking about Michael. Michael Walden, my teacher, yeah. But so anyway, I just got very serious about drumming, and uh, a friend of mine called me and said, hey, you want to come down to L.A. and and do a record? And and I did it, and I met all these people, and I just stayed. I just never went back. And and I've, I've had the opportunity to play with, you know, Cheryl Crow, Pink, Christina Aguilera. I played on that song, Beautiful. I love that, that song. song. That, yeah, I played drums on that. It's hard, you know. It's hard, it's so funny because um, I'm also I also remix music, but it's all um, right digital, right? Dance music club. I never right. think about there's actually analog and live musicians. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, I know it's not so much anymore though, and I don't, I don't, I'm not bitter about it. You know, it's just that's just the way the world goes. It's like. I'm not going to be like an old uh, uh, jazz trombonist who's like, ah, that rock and roll sucks. What's going on? You know. So instead, I move to the mountains, and on the rare occasion somebody wants real drums, they call me, and I come down. Well, on a song so like "Beautiful" of, or with Cheryl Crow's brand, it right. makes a lot of sense to have something organic, like a musician interpreting the music. Oh yeah, you. yeah. I mean, when we made Cheryl Crow's first record. That was a fluke because what happened was we actually had a thing called Tuesday Night Music Club and we'd meet at my friend's studio, a bunch of really talented musicians, and we'd meet there on Tuesday nights and you bring your favorite, you know, social lubricant, whatever it is, (laughs) (laughs) and and we would sit down and we'd just start talking, you know, and then we'd either a, a current event or something would spark something and then we would write a song. And one of the guys, his name was Kevin Gilbert, one day came in and said, hey, do you guys mind if I, I bring my girlfriend? Because it looks like she's going to get dropped from her, her record label, A&M. And we were like, sure, bring her down. And that happened to be Cheryl Crow. And 
she fit right in. She was a little tomboy. And we wrote the whole first record like that, all in a room, all together. Right. Folks listening to yeah. us, um, Brian's responsible for writing some of uh, um, the biggest hits of Cheryl's. Was it the first album? Yeah, the first album I wrote strong enough with her. The second record I wrote, um, Every Day's a Winding Road. And uh, those are kind of the two big ones. Yes. Um, Every I know you guys know that song, right? Yep. Yeah. What's that? Well, let's actually let's sample it. Don't go anywhere, Brian. I'm going to play just a bit of it so folks listen to us okay, know what sure. we're talking about. Every day is a oh, okay. winding road. I'm playing this off of iTunes from the very best of Cheryl Crow. Yeah. So Christina wants to know if you also played the drums on that. Uh, Yeah, I did. I played the drums and wrote it. Um, I played, actually there's two drummers. I played the the main part and then she had another drummer come in and play on the choruses or something. Mm -hmm. But I wrote it with her. We we actually wrote it. How much did you, did she change it on you? Did she change it? How much of the song did she change? I mean, you have to. No, 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 we did it together. (laughs) Oh, you did? Oh, oh, nothing. No, we, I did it in the room with her. Yeah. And it was fun. You know the craziest thing about that song, though? What? I was working on a film. <clears throat> this was a few years back. I was working on a film in a studio that had multi-complexes. And one of the engineers in the other room was a friend of mine. And he came running in. And he's like, congratulations, man. And I'm like, what? And he goes, well, you know, Prince just covered Every Day's a Winding Road on his new record. And I can't remember the name of the record, but it's one of those records he was putting out when he was putting out tons of them. I was like, no way. And he goes, yes way. He goes, you got time? And I go, yeah, because the Tower Records was like four blocks away. So we got in his car, drove over there. He bought it for me, and we cranked it up. And I was like, wow, this is bizarre. Prince doing one of my songs. You know, because Prince never covers songs. He was the opposite. He was always giving songs to the Bangles, and, you know, every, he wrote songs for people. I remember, I remember, I remember yeah. Yes, yeah, me too. I, I remember too. I remember Melissa Morgan, Do Me Baby. That yeah, was a good song. I, I want to go do that song one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, great stuff, man. Great stuff. Brian's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, it's just my, my phone's going in and out, I swear. I'm um, trying to not move. I'm like in one position. <laughs> so when it's a third party like Prince re- recording one of your songs, does that result in good residuals coming your way? Well, you know, it, it helps, but I wish it was on one of his albums where it was like, you know, it was. Remember that period where he was he was really pissed off at Warner Brothers Records, so he was just releasing album after album to get out of his contract. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those albums. I mean, it's not a great record, but I just was flattered. I was like, wow, that is so. Oh man, my final connect. You know, I finally somehow, some I could something I could say to Prince if I ever met him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not to belittle the fact that Every Day Is a Winding Road went nationally, worldwide, a major hit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, and you know, you know what else about that song? Cheryl didn't want to put it on the record. Oh. And I said, "No way, you got to put this on the." She's like, "I don't think so." And then, luckily, the record company, tur- you know, said, "Yeah, you better do that." And then the other song I wrote on that record with her is a, a song called "The Change Will Do You Good." Yes. And I actually, I, I kind of dedicated that to my brother because he was going through a hard time, and uh, 
that's a kind of cool song if you ever listen to that one because well, the lyrics mm-hmm. are just completely wacky. Well, that was a hit too, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> um, why don't we have a, a quick listen? Um, a Change Would Do You Good, good. penned yeah. by Brian right here. Speak to him now. Yeah. Oh, yes, I totally remember that, Brian. Do you because, remember that one? Yeah, because it had a funkier groove than the other rock, more rock yeah. ones, and I was like, I, was, I like that kind of stuff, like R&B. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more into funk myself, you know. Mm-hmm. My wife, my wife is, is a little Latin girl, and she goes, you're like an old black drummer trapped in a white, skinny, white, nerdy kid's body. <laughs> I'm like, own oh, it. A <laughs> um, that's fabulous, though. Like, you are. It's so cool to know that you've penned these like songs that are be will yeah. be resonating, you know, in people's lives for yeah, many they, years. It helps a little bit. I got to be honest with you. All musicians are freaking out because because of uh, iTunes and YouTube and everything. Our royalty checks are about down to a quarter of what they used to be. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer, and it may change. And, and, and I'm, I'm kind of, I have some friends that are just, they're so uptight about it. They don't sleep. They're going insane. And I'm just like, I, I did well. I, I, I have, I missed it. You know, I wrote those songs at the time and, and they're kind of classic. And so I still got, I got a royalty check today. Matter of fact, I won't tell you how much it was, but well, I got one today. <laughs> no, don't tell and, us, uh, but I, I imagine no, people no. still, uh, like companies who actually still use the the songs for licensing. Yeah, well, well uh, uh, Every Day is a Winding Road was a Subaru commercial for about a year. I do, so I remember that. I, I, went to, <laughs> I went to visit her. At, she has she's got a ranch in in, in uh, Nashville, and I went to visit her a couple of years. Well, it must be ten years ago now. And there's this beautiful Subaru, and I go, Oh, hey, you got a Subaru? Hey, they did that. And she goes, Oh yeah, they gave that to me. Very like, cool. Where's mine? <laughs> I know you're half of the writer. What what the hell? Exactly. It's like where's my where's my Subaru? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what? The whole thing about this is like I know I'm you know I'm I'm just a session sausage. That's what you call me. I just I'm behind the scenes. I play on all the big records, and you I can go down and walk to the store. I can go anywhere. Nobody knows what I look like. And I met the, the biggest guy, the most recorded musician you know, of all time, and his name is Hal Blaine. And he played on the Beach Boys, uh, the Monkees. I mean, oh, I can't even tell you, uh, Sonny and Cher. I mean, everything in that period, he's the drummer on it. And you wouldn't recognize him. I mean, well, he's 81. I went to his birthday. And, and my wife goes, you gotta go talk to him because you know, he's kind of what inspired you. And, and I go, yeah, he sure did. And he goes, she goes, you gotta talk to him. And she kind of pushed me at him and he knew what was going on. So he said, hey, come sit down. And I said, oh man, I just, I'm happy birthday. And 
I just want to tell you, when I was a little kid, I used to listen to everything you played on, and I used to look at the records, and I see your name on all of them. And I go, well, it's kind of what I do now for a living. And he goes, oh, really, who do you play with? And I'm like, oh, Pink, Madonna, Seal, uh, Chris Eyes. You know, I just went down the list. Uh, Jewel, Cheryl Crow, and he's like, oh, and he had a big smile on his face. And he goes, hey, I think your wife wants to take a picture of us. And I go, ah. And so I got this amazing picture of me and Hal Blaine, and I just cherish that picture because he was so awesome. <laughs> I totally get it. You know, if you, it's one of your inspirations growing up. Yeah, uh, and we're guys that we, we could walk down the street. You wouldn't know me from Adam, you know. It's, and I kind of like that part, you know, mm -hmm. I see, especially hanging out with Kiefer because I did some promo touring with him. And it's just I couldn't imagine having to be on all the time, you know. Yeah. I, it's just it's, there's a small price to pay I mean, for fame, but – I couldn't do it. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you're definitely leaving a legacy as a songwriter, and um, and then you're working oh, on all these so projects. Sweet. Thank you. You know, using your God-given talent and whatnot, and it's all good. Uh, why don't you join us again uh, from time to time? How do you feel about that? Absolutely. I would love to come back. I got tons of crazy stories. It's so that's the other thing is to be in a studio with all these big stars. I'm a fly on the wall. I've I've heard some crazy conversations, seen some crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to bust anybody's chops. Well, next time it. you're going to have to like uh, open up the jar a little <laughs> bit and uh, give us some <laughs> some of that juice. Uh, yeah. But we gotta we got to roll out of this now. But okay. I want to leave um. Thanks the rest of you guys. Absolutely, I'm going to leave everyone. Uh, Brian, I'm going to leave everyone with the other song you wrote, "Strong Enough," which was a huge hit for Cheryl Crow. "Strong Enough." Oh. What what year was that, hun? Brian. Oh, that was what was that? Ninety four, something like that. Mm -hmm. Nineteen what? Yeah, ninety four. Are oh. you playing? Are you playing? Which version are you playing? The one off of the very best of Cheryl Crow. Okay. Uh, it's probably um, the radio version. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah, we we recorded that live in in the in the kitchen of the studio. In the kitchen, I love it. Of the studio, yeah. <laughs> we were just sitting around. It's like a kitchen with a little couch. And, and me and David Berwald, the guitar player, and Cheryl were up there, and we were just jamming on it, and the producer just slowly started bringing the mics upstairs, you know, and then he just plopped them down, and the basic track is that version. It was like the first time we played it. Perfect. Then, you know, she, uh, yeah. she redid the vocals. But that, that's how that one went. Well, down. let's check it out. We're going to go out with that. Thanks, Brian. Everyone say goodbye okay. to Brian. Thank We're going to so have Hi, Brian. Bye, guys. Have fun. Okay. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Are you strong enough, Christina, to be my man? Huh? No, she's not. Oh. All right. <laughs> she asked oh a goodness. question. <laughs> Rasa, how are you? Hello. Good morning, afternoon, and Good to evening. have you here again, Rasa. Well, you're just yeah. a busy bee today. Today? PRing. What's going on? Oh, well, I just finished the, the 10 day 14 show tour with Rasa Vitalia and the Disco Sluts. Yes, it topped it off at DNA Lounge. DNA Lounge was fantastic. That's a big venue. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. They did a good job. They put my picture on the, the promotions. Of course they did. That was a lot of, <laughs> yeah. Coming on up there. Uh, well, it felt like a lot of, you know, pressure because 
That means that I have to get all the people to come in. And my face is on the okay. promotions, girl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Honey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You got to fill up that DNA lounge. <laughs> wow. Yeah, girl. No, that 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 night was the was the was one of the best nights because I got my disco sluts to be on and on time and wow. motivated and ready to go. Oh, boy. And we rehearsed. I rehearsed their asses off. It was like, this mm, is the mm, big mm, deal, mm. my friends. Okay. You better get your asses in gear. Well, you've been busy. I've been busy check. myself, honey. Mm-hmm. What you been doing? Well, I just did a show uh, this past <laughs> Friday at Balançoire. <laughs> Balançoire. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know. Cruising you. Deloitte. Balançoire. Balançoire, whatever. But, <laughs> but anyway. What are you doing at Cruising Huh? What are you doing at Cruising Deloitte? Performing. Performing what? I performed uh, one of my granny numbers, I believe, and uh, your Grammy numbers. Uh, my granny number. Oh, one of my granny, granny tunes. My, uh, everybody loved my granny tunes. Then I did uh, Anita Ward, "Ring My Bell." Ring my bell. Mm-hmm. You that. can ring my bell. For ain't your mama's drag on Fridays? Uh, that, that was last Friday. I went. Are you going this Friday? Uh, well, if things goes as well, I might uh sh- pop up. Hmm. We talked about this like what twenty minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> uh, just to reiterate for oh. the third time, she may be coming to Balance Wall this Friday. I hope so. Keep your fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. What's your next gig, Graza? Um, I am going to do uh, an Artists Against Violence event with Bernadette. This oh, Thursday. Cool. Tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. going to be there. I'll come. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. a nice lineup. I. I uh, uh, it's at a what is it an art kind of restaurant? Or? Dada Bar. It's eighty two second or eighty six second Street in San Francisco. And what time should folks come there? Uh, it, I believe that the the event is from seven p.m. to ten p.m. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Is it in the downtown area? Um, yes, it's in the downtown area, Second Street. Second oh. Street, girl. Second oh, that's Street, right. Howard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Give what us am I going to do? Well, um, I had to think about a, a lot, but um, it is a surprise. It is supposed to be Dada isk in a way, but um, which have, is what? Know, what is Dada? Da, um, Dada. Dada means something that is out of the ordinary, and it it's almost anti um, anti the definition of what it really means, basically. So, um, or it could be. I mean, the performance. There's a, a Dadaist theater. Um, an anti-theater kind of thing that they used to have, and that's kind of farce and silliness and uh, grotesque. It could be that, or it could be a play on words kind of thing. So I believe that um, the performers will probably be doing something to that. Very arts, artsy. Okay. Artsy, artsy, artsy. Okay. <laughs> Makes you think a little, Christina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do there? Yeah. I'm just being an observer and a supporter. Okay. Oh, yeah. really? I'm just coming to enjoy the talent and and just be supporting Bernadette's fundraiser because she is a Dugo Court bunny or something of that nature. She's a bunny. She mm-hmm. is a bunny, bunny queen. Bunny queen raising some dough for the event. So shout out to Bernadette and her fundraiser this Thursday night. Folks do show up mm-hmm. at the way Dada to go, bar. Bernadette. The fundraiser is for the Community United Against Violence. It was founded in 1979. It works to build the power of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and other communities to transform violence and oppression. So if you want to come out and support, 
please mm-hmm. do. It's We're for a all, good cause. It's for a good cause. We're all mm-hmm. donating our time. Right. Please come and support the cause. Okay. It's at the Dada Bar, 86 Second Street in San Francisco, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. Thursday. Yes, tomorrow July is Thursday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, then I'm going to be at Balance Soir. We're going to be all probably be at Balance Soir it Friday. Like, it it seems like every evening. Are you performing there? All I'm right, performing, girl. and I think I might be hosting. Oh. Baby. Okay. Co-hosting or hosting, hosting? I don't know. Cruising's, we're cruising is going to be cruising, so we'll have to check the bathrooms, and if we can't find her, Is I she going to be a no-show? What's going on? Give us the She's, scoop. <laughs> cruising um, has some prior co- uh, important commitments to some benefits that might be that might delay her from coming into the show on time oh well as long as she shows up it doesn't matter we'll see i don't know we'll see what happens she might just be delayed for the whole night okay mm-hmm. it's cruising mm. to you know yeah yeah that's all cruising all right <laughs> she'd be cruising well let's <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah cruising if you're listening call in and and Give us a shout out. Yeah, let us know what's going on, girlfriend. That's 415-550-0511. House Pride Radio. The one and only. Yes. Right now, we're going to play some more music, take a musical break, and we're coming back with some more guests. Uh, What an honor to have in the studio with us today. Carolyn Lund. The recording artist, uh, and not only that, but her producer, one of her producers with her, uh, Leo Frappier, will be here as well. They've worked together on several projects, and they have a brand new one out now. It dropped last week, and it's really resonating. Uh, and we're going to play a little bit of the new music, but let's start things off with her. I believe it was the last release that really did well. It's entitled Come With Me. She's going to be coming with all of us in just a few minutes. Folks, don't go anywhere.
All right, all right. That is the long deluxe version of Come With Me. Big hit for uh, Caroline Lunn and her producer, remixer as well, uh, Leo Frappier, on Hit Save Music. Is that right, Leo? That's correct. Come on up, right up to your microphone and join us. Welcome to House of Pride, both Caroline and Leo. Let's have a nice round of applause. Yay! Welcome aboard. It's always great to be here. Thank you for coming back. Um, Come with me. Great song. Uh, before we get into the new one, can you set us up with uh, how you guys it came all, all came out to be. Uh, who wrote that song? And and um, I wrote that song um, really kind of with Caroline's uh, vibe and and uh, you know uh, style in in mind basically. And we were looking for a really good you know good dance song and something that was really romantic and sexy and sultry. And so it just kind of came about from that. Yes, I, I mean that I remember hearing it in clubs in San Francisco. So people were playing it and uh, didn't it register on Billboard like uh, Breakout? Yes, we were number three Breakout on Billboard, I believe. Yeah. I totally remember yeah. that. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. N- not to mention um, charting really high on major record pools like Mass Pool, Starfleet, and things yeah. like that. So it did really well in, in, in many corridors. And it did, you know, what did really well is European radio. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's very surprising. <laughs> well, man, not surprising. Dance <laughs> music is their pop music. So. Yeah, yeah. But they, so. they loved us and they loved Caroline. So. Yeah. yeah, we got a nice audience and that was outreach with that. So I was really happy with that for sure. Well, then they're probably primed for this new release that dropped when? Last week? Last week. We're kind of floating the release time and just saying it's like July. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we're talking about Move Your Body. Uh, uh, we remixed. It's, it's new versions of your song that you penned, Caroline. Um, actually, um, it was pen- penned by a friend of mine in L.A., um, who's a music writer, and um, he goes by Van Gogh. Um, he was originally, uh, he actually has Grammys for work with Boys to Men, and so I went out with him, and he, you know, he wrote the track for me, and commi- I commissioned it, and then we went from there, and that's my first uh, commercial release, so it's exciting to have it come back to life again, so I'm so excited. Yeah, there's a history about it. Basically, it, 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 we're releasing it on my label, It's Safe Music, mm-hmm. but it, its original life was um, Carolyn's production company Caroline Lund Music yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah um, and what, what year was that oh gosh um, I a while believe, back <laughs> it was a, a bit. I, I believe it was 2009 if I remember correctly yes. um, yeah and I, I was really my first real effort to put something out and to put it out on my own of course with help from Leo and just getting all the mixes together you know going from the original track to the mixes and then going through the whole release process so it was a learning experience and it actually did really well um, in the first go and I have to say I'm so excited and thrilled with this new recreation because all the DJs all the remixers Leo, everyone, including yourself, um, <laughs> really yes, happy to be yeah, on it. Yeah, it's a fantastic job, and you know, as an artist, it's really amazing to hear something in your head, and then to work with such talented people who also hear something different, and really bring it to the table and bring new life to it. So I was, uh, you know, excited about having this this new package. 
but also kind of, you know, a little, Leo knows me, I get nervous sometimes. <laughs> so I was a little nervous to see, you know, where and where it would go, but everyone brought something different, so I'm really amazed. Different from the original? Different from the original, um, but also different from each, each mix kind of shows a personality of each producer and remixer. And that to me is really exciting because that's sort of like having a piece of you and a piece of your art and mm -hmm. your heart in it. So I'm, I'm really thrilled that each person did did the work so yeah absolutely you know and folks i'm looking at it right now on one of the digital uh distribution sites the one i always use itunes 15 tracks 15 tracks leo <laughs> wow that's a lot of tracks it's been right remixed there 15 times no. well, it's, it's six houses but there's your radio edits and there's dubs and you know um and you well, the great thing on itunes you can get all 15 mixes for something like 699 it's a great value uh so folks uh, you should go right now or after our show to itunes <laughs> move your body featuring leo frappier caroline lund move your body right there you can't miss it um let's talk about some of your remixes uh it, it, this project holds some importance about a lot of local artists and um in particular uh, a gentleman who's no longer with us uh uh is on your project yes james torres um what tragic loss of last year. This has been about 14 months ago that he passed away on the operating table, just coming in for routine surgery and uh, just had an allergic reaction to the anesthesia. You know, you would never even have imagined that that would even be possible, but uh, uh, cut short his life. But this was something that he and I had worked on a remix and basically I, when I opened the file thinking, okay, we need to like, we need to get this release out. We need this, the, the, the the, you know, the conclusion of move your body and move on to new material in the future. And I realized it wasn't quite done. And so I was like, okay, I had to really kind of channel James and finish it, thinking what would he do, what would he want as those finishing touches. Uh, so that definitely, but his spirit was uh, throughout that and you know, he was very um, encouraging to all of us to, to follow our dreams and to you know, produce and uh, sing and to just you know, to express ourselves. Uh, and, and and he is um, represented prominently at the first track on the EP, uh, which is a beautiful thing. Why don't we go ahead and just have a little sample of uh, what his groove sounds like. Uh, it's called Move Your Body featuring Leo Frappier, James Torres, and Leo Frappier Remix. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> diva, such a diva. <laughs>
All right, back uh, we're back here at House of Pride Radio, listening to a James Torres remix of "Move Your Body" uh, with Caroline Lund. Uh, we were just talking about the tribal influences in his dark mix. Yeah, I was saying when I originally uh, put out the song and had ideas for the sound, I always wanted sort of a, a tribal mix and something with sort of more of an African sound. And why this one, Leo? and uh, James got in the studio, they basically started creating that. So when I heard the finished product, I was really excited and I don't know, it just took me someplace because it really captured that, that African vibe. And I'm actually originally from West Africa, so it was really interesting to hear. That's right, what, what country? I'm from Ghana originally, so. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool to have that tribal, because I love the whole Brazilian tribal and that whole vibe, but I thought, wow, this is really, really cool, because it's just a different kind of thing, but it still has that sexy, dark beat and that just sort of primal something in there. Wow, that's very interesting. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, so James James captured that, and I have to just throw in that, um, you know, James's loss was so quick and so sudden, but he was someone who was really influential to me because I think we'll have to get into this I've been away for a little bit but he was someone who during you know my, my time kind of resting from dealing with some illness and stuff he really just was looking forward to the release of this and kept encouraging me to you know get strong and get to a place where we could enjoy this release and really have a a real celebration with it so he's really is deeply missed by me because I really wanted us to to do this together and that was something that was in my heart and in my mind this whole time so i know he's with us but i'm i'm i am it means a lot a lot to me and i don't know if i express that to to you or a lot of people but he really was someone that's like you know get to that place when we do this release it's going to be fantastic so his passing was it, it was just it was it was devastating but it was also something that inspired me to 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 keep going and and get out there and also there's no perfect time and there's you know you have to make every opportunity count and every day count and do something that makes you happy make you positive so I'm, I'm so grateful so this this mix sits in my heart in a very special place now uh, track two is from another uh, local guy well actually he's moved up to Seattle but Matt Consola <laughs> <laughs> who um, actually has his own label Swiss craft yes. music and bounce uh, but he's also um, I think he's a songwriter too, but a, a remixer. He works with Division Four and whatnot. But you guys collaborated, and he's done a mix of "Move Your Body." Uh, is there a backstory, Leo, or pretty straightforward? Pretty straightforward. It basically, you know, Matt has a very kind of particular kind of. This was kind of tended more toward his bounce label than Switchcraft, oh. and it was kind of pushing the more kind of dance tribal as well, but a little bit more kind of like if you can imagine San Francisco, this would be something that you would play at the end of. All right, well, that's the vibe. Let's play a sample here at House of Pride Radio. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Mac and Solo. <laughs>
All right, well, that's a pretty rocking mix there. I, I was feeling that that bass drum. That's my favorite hook is that bass drop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that ends up in a lot of my production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Go, Matt. Consola, go. Shout out all the way up there from in Portland. Um, moving along, we have, I can't believe the talent that's involved, folks, on this EP. So next up, we have a Paul Goodyear mix. We love yes. Paul Goodyear. Yes. Um, did he just come into your studio and drop it with you? No, he did this by himself, actually. Oh. He... he um, a recent uh, production in his style has been switching back to kind of like a, like a, he calls it kinky disco, you know? And it's basically kind of the latter part of disco, like when it kind of was merging with high energy, but it was still kind of, kind of the Panther Cali, Sylvester, Megatone sound. And he's, he's always been a big fan. You know, he actually, when I met him physically, he actually had me sign one of a 12 inch records that I had done in the 80s. You know, it was like, oh, I'm such a big fan of this record. Can you sign it? And, you know, I said, yes, of course. But uh, he pulled all those influences in his remix. And uh, it's reflected that way, you know, with kind of that drums and the kind of the, um, you know, kind of that galloping bass line of, you know, that era. Well, here we go. Uh, Paul Goodyear, Kinky Disco Mix. Move your body. Oh, let me turn the volume up. <laughs> They just, they're so fierce, these mixes, Leo. Wow, that was a good one. We're very proud. Of, we're proud of our team of talent. I'm totally feeling that Paul Goodyear mix. Uh, yeah. Next, uh, wow, I can't believe Wayne G and Andy Alder are on this. These cats are in the UK? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, they've been all over Billboard with their own projects, and now they've come together, and you're all working together on Move Your Body. Uh, let's check out their mix. Is there a backstory I need to know, or this is just kind of a remastering of what, what, one of the you know better mixes from the the first release, mm -hmm. and we felt that it just it needed um, all it just needed is a little kind of beefing up sonically, but it was a great remix and it's just kind of edited down a little special for this. Yeah. Yeah, and what I I'd love to add to that is that it was from one of the uh, tracks from the original mix, and what I what you hear in this was really what I was hearing because it has more. Um, I think our Outer Sunset mix has more of a little bit of an Indi uh, Middle Eastern vibe, and then this has a little bit more of an Indian vibe with the timbales and stuff, and that, that was kind of what I was envisioning, kind of giving the house music sort of a, um, a world music sound. So Wayne and Andy absolutely captured that in this, so I'm also really happy because this, this mix is resonate, resonates well with people the first time and it's resonating again. And I love that because this is something I really heard in my head when this, we put this out. All right, here goes. 
so that's interesting that that's kind of like the original vibe and then everyone's kind of made their own groove um, i'm loving it uh well it's the next one's yours leo it's called the tech house mix tech house mix yeah we just wanted to do a kind of a deep you know darker sound of you know i'm known for kind of a bright happy house tea house sound and also the other side was as i work with different people they kind of they've been turning the darkness on me okay but it's all in the good way and it just <clears throat> basically means just kind of chunkier beats you know deeper basses and you know that type of vibe awesome let's check it out Um, that was the Leo Frappier techno house mix. Uh, and last but not least is the Tweaka Turner deep, deep house mix. Okay, okay girl. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Let me turn it up just a little bit louder. Turn it up so we can party up in here. Oh, I like that. I forgot that was a good one. <laughs> Isn't it great when you hear something fresh and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
if you want to hear the rest of that, and most of these tracks are over six minutes long, folks, so you're really going to bang for your few dollars. You're going to go have to go to iTunes or any major distribution site and download your copy right now of Move Your Body, Caroline Lunn with Leo Frappier. It's a massive project. Uh, we you, wish you the best success, and we hope to see it on the charts very soon. Yeah, so fantastic. Much. Congratulations. Thank Yay! You. Awesome. <laughs> very, very, very lovely. Thank you, guys. So, um, how are you guys promoting it, if you don't mind me asking? Well, we've, um, basically, this is... <laughs> <laughs> what is a secret? <laughs> well, well, we had a promoter that kind of dropped out at the last minute, so... Oh, really? Is that her or him? <laughs> Uh, you never know. You never know. It might be. I don't know. So basically, <laughs> okay. Basically, I kind of rallied the troops, and we and we have uh, Matt from Switchcraft, Kings of Spins, and uh, yes. By the way, Maryland's manager Bob Ketcher also. Oh, Bob! Kind of Shout out to Bob. Build, Love building him. Building a, a power team of uh, promoters and just really just banging the pavement, you know. Yeah, it's already number one. It went to number one on Kings of Spin. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was really, really a yeah. wonderful surprise. Yeah. So, yeah. You can approach the, the, the record pools directly and get it in there. Mass Pool, Gary, they're very, they love what you guys do. I've seen you guys on the charts many times. Mm-hmm. Matt, you your stuff. Ronnie, yeah. Everyone said yes, so that's so awesome. <laughs> awesome, that's just great. Um, well, thanks so much for uh, coming by. Is there anything else we should know? Um, well, I have a couple releases coming out next month. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, we don't have any more time. <laughs> I just want to talk about Caroline. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to getting back in the studio. Well, probably within the next, I guess, two months, and putting some new music out. So this song. I guess the re-release for me is really exciting because it's a hello and a thank you for people who've been supportive over the last few years. I had to take a little hiatus um, due to some health issues, and I've had people who stuck by me. And you know, my bat- last big release was "Come with Me," and that managed to sort of fill the gap. But I was really, really thrilled, really due to great production and great team, great remixers, um, just doing such great work that the song has longevity and so I'm really excited to be able to hopefully add some new uh, fruit to my basket and uh, be able to share that with everybody soon. Yes, we all want a piece of your fruit. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even rehearse that. (laughs) Leo, Leo, uh, okay. Tell us, I'm going to answer the phone, but tell us about your coming up projects that you want to mention. Okay. I have a new song called I Want You Back with B.B. Sweetbriar, which is the follow-up to nice. uh, Don't Ya, and that's yes, dropping that's August right. 2nd, just in time for my birthday. Hold on, put your life, hold on. <laughs> okay, that's nice, that's and wonderful. And then also a mix with, uh, for Jean, the fabulous Miss Jeannie Tracy, yeah. Uh, yeah. a song called Fabulous. You're awesome. Fabulous. Is that Sweet Team or just you? Just me. Okay. Just me. Uh, fabulous. Yeah. And that... Um, Wait a minute. Is that the song that's already in the top ten? Or no, that's this is the follow-up, but it's with Dirty Disco out of, out of Texas. <laughs> out of Texas, that's right. I love Dirty Disco. Um, hey, we have a local luminary on the line uh, by the name of Amelia Monroe. Amelia Monroe is on the line. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Hey, girl, how are you? I'm good. Hi, everyone. Hi, Amelia. This is Miss Ladybug. Hi, Ladybug. How, how are you doing, doing, girl? Good. So nice you listening to the, um, you know, the radio station, and I'm hearing all this amazing music and I just have to say that 
you DJs are artists. Like, you get us moving, you get us, like, going, and I love music, and you guys, I love you so much. Thank you so much for putting out amazing music. I well, really love it. You Thank are you. very welcome, Amelia. In fact, we actually have, we're playing uh, Move Your Body by Caroline I Lund. She's. <laughs> why don't you say hello to her? She's sitting right with us. <laughs> She's with us live. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Thank you, you Amanda, for calling in. Yes. And, yes, um, do you guys make uh, mixes for, like, queens and, like, performers and stuff like that as well or now? Yes, Leo sure does. He works with um, BB Sweetbriar, and so do I, as a matter of fact. Uh, it's Sheena Rose, BB Sweetbriar, Mahogany, um, Honey Mahogany, so okay. forth and so forth. So, girl, when you're ready to... You know, go there. Let us know. I'm always ready to speak. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm can we see you uh, perform next? Okay, so actually, yes. Um, this weekend I'm performing is Sunday at Temple Town Brunch at Wakonia Sada, the host. Um, it's an amazing show. The first time ever again. It's going to be three Monroe's in the house. My sister Ruby Red Monroe and um, Paju Monroe. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of other queens going to just turn the party and we're so, we're so ready. Yeah, we're so ready. All right, girl. I know you turn it out every time. Oh, yeah. And then Monday I met um, Hogany, Honey Mahogany Show. So, All right. Yeah. That's great. Cool. She's working it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm booked all over the place. So look for more stuff coming up really soon. Look out for me, guys. <laughs> All right, now. Congratulations. <laughs> work, work it. Work them stages, honey. But yeah, so, um, because, yes, I called in, too, also because I want to come in next Wednesday. So I'll come and see you. Bye-bye, Wednesday. If you have me. Come, we'll have you. Come on down. <laughs> me come and on my down. niece, Abiza Monroe. Yeah. Bring her as well. Bring Jimmy, too. Hey, Jimmy, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll bring him as well. Um... <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys soon. And keep putting out amazing music. Thank you, honey. Appreciate you calling right. in. Love you, girl. Everyone right, say you goodbye to Amelia. Bye. Bye, Amelia. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye. That's sweet. That was sweet. Okay, so this is a good time to wrap it up. Uh, when Pearl and I co-host together, we do this thing where it's like last thoughts, and we just go around. So, um, Christina and Miss Ladybug Gilmore, why don't you start things off? Well, <laughs> stay sweet, be safe, don't drive and don't drink don't, and drive because it's not worth it because a lot of people get hurt or killed. But mainly thing is just uh, have fun and just enjoy yourself and stay out of trouble, stay out of harm's way and just be, be sweet. Oh, another one. <laughs> Let's see who it is. Let's see who it is. Hello, House of Pride Radio, live on the air. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Jay-Z. It's a legendary R&B artist, Jay-Z. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there? Yes. <laughs> I heard you got Miss Rasa in the studio. Yes, Rasa... Are you close to your mic, honey? No, I can't. Why don't you? Come on up. Come on back, girl. It's right here. Hello. Hey, Jay-Z, what's up? Rasa, here, you get your own oh, mic. Oh, I get my own mic. <laughs> Duh. What's up, Jay-Z? Jay-Z's in the house. All right. Yeah. <laughs> How's Bay? I'm a big fan. Big fan? Big fan. The biggest fan. Okay. Of, of Ross's or, of, or mm -hmm. Tweaker? Oh. <laughs> Or Caroline. Or Caroline. Or Leo. 
Or Miss Ladybug. I don't think he. I, I don't think he's aware of anything else except Rasa at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you a big fan, uh, Jay Z? Oh well, she she just exudes positivity. Mm-hmm. She just exudes beauty and grace and style, and she is one of the hardest working women in business the Bay Area for sure. Won't Beyonce be jealous that you're saying this? <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> I think we're going to go out with single ladies on the oh, show. <laughs> can you can you play some Rasa music? Um, yes, I I will work on that. Thank you, thank can you. Can you play B, B- U? Hello. Hello. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of, of your request. Hello. This was a long pause. Where are you located, Jay Z? Are you outside right now? No. I'm Is that you walking past the building? No, I'm in San Francisco, well, listen, we got to wrap I've things up. Thank you for calling in, Jay Z. We appreciate you listening to House of Pride Radio. Everyone say goodbye to Jay Z. Bye, bye Jay Z. All right, bye. Play BU. <laughs> All right. Where were we? Last thoughts? Oh, my last thoughts would just be safe and just stay sweet and, and enjoy yourself and have fun. All right. Thank you. Leo Frappier. Wow. This is a fun opportunity to share one thought. Well, I would just say be yourself, pace yourself, express yourself, and be true. Simple. All right. Miss Caroline? Ah, I think... Uh, you should definitely live in the moment and let people know that you love them and uh, don't take any opportunity for granted because we are all lucky to be here and uh, also be the change that you want to see. So treat people the way you want to be treated and it all comes back to you and it's all worth it. So that would be my thought for the day. Thank you. Rasa. I second that. <laughs> I second that, sister. I've been feeling oh. that this whole week. Yeah, I just ended up celebrating my birthday, and it's always nice to oh, see happy birthday. friends happy in birthday. that time. So, yeah, just celebrate the moment always with your friends. Okay. You know, always tell them that you love them. That's like, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yes, mm-hmm. love wins. Uh, love wins. Love wins. Thank you, honey. My thought is I just feel grateful that we are able to have fabulous guests such as you guys coming on mm-hmm. to our show and doing your thing and letting us know what's going on. Uh, we're promoting today Move Your Body by Caroline Lund with Leo Frappier, producer on his label, Hit Save Music. Folks, go download and support your local artists. Rasa, I invite you to come back with your new music and we'll do the same for you. Oh, okay. If, you're, if, if you you're, if you like, you want to do a remix, and we'll get Jay Z to we we'll get Jay Z to call in and request it, and then we'll actually be prepared to play okay. it. Uh, right now, let's go out with the song we're promoting today. Move your body, Caroline Lund. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.
on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. It's Wednesday. It's high noon. It's time for the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I am not joined by my regular co-host, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth Win, the lovely, the amazing, the intelligent. She is not with us today. She is at some crazy meeting. I am, however, joined by a young friend of mine who doesn't want to be on the radio, but... She did help me plan for this show today. It's going to be a truncated, truncated AltaCast. What are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to the music that she chose. She chose some really great music and some really terrible music because she's 10, and that's what they do. Uh, but she does have pretty good taste in music. Uh, it's, it's not her fault that pop music is the way it is. Uh, she's in the performance space right now with headphones on, so she can't hear me. She's watching Dance Moms, which I wish I could get her to come in and talk about because, wow, what a depressing show. Uh, I was really lucky that my mom wasn't one of those kind of dance moms that, you know, push, push the kids. It is a horrific show. Uh, where these women who are talentless, except for pushing babies out, uh, have really talented babies. And then they push them and make them cry all the time. And then the moms cry. There's no dads anywhere. Everyone's crying. Nobody's good enough. And the lady who runs the whole thing, this Abby woman, she is enormous. And these little skinny, tiny little girls are flipping around in the air and dancing. And she yells at them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why she loves it, but she loves it. So there we are. So today at the AltaCast, we're going to play a lot of music. Thanks to my uh, friend who chose it. I'm not going to say names or anything, but if you are a fan of my comedy, I mention her name in one of my jokes, so you would know that. Uh, but yeah, hanging out today. Good times. We're going to go to Putt-Putt later. We're going to go to Urban Putt. I'm very excited. 
All right, let's start it up. Let's kick it up with the music. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a good song that uh, she chose. This is the Car Wash song. You might remember it from the 70s because that time was rad. And uh, the Rose, Rose Royce Greatest Hits Car Wash song here on Mutiny Radio. was at the car wash thanks to my friend who chose all the music today uh actually there's one song that she didn't choose that i chose by cool in the gang just because it reminded me of the the car wash song reminded me of cool in the gang 
also Jungle Boogie is a great song and I oftentimes when I'm hanging out with another friend of mine Jude I make up a song and it goes we want the bus gotta get that bus oh we need the bus and it's, I think it's the Jungle Boogie song but I'm not sure okay so here's some more music that my friend chose uh, and this is a person I've never heard of she has introduced me now to some pop music that I've never heard of this person's name. Like, I know who Katy Perry is, obviously, and I know who Lady Gaga is or whatever. Uh, but this is Rachel Platten. Never, never heard of it before. So we're going we're gonna to listen to the fight song, and I have a feeling that it is really, really poppy. Um, but you know what? Young people like pop music, and, and I don't know if there's, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. When I was uh, her age, I listened to Cyndi Lauper, although it's that's still really good. I listened to a lot of Madonna, which I'm not very proud of, um, and 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 Michael Jackson. Although, uh, you know, the Off the Wall CD from Michael Jackson from 1978 was great, um, but and some say Thriller is a great. I mean, it was pop music. All right, here we go. Here's today's pop music. This is Rachel Platten fight song.
but I can make an explosion. This is my fight song. Take back my life. That was Rachel Platt, and uh, do you feel inspired now? Do you feel, you should feel, that's like that inspirational kind of pop music stuff. You know, now it's gonna be in my head. But I can't sing that high. I can't even pretend to. This is, I'd have to belt it and it would be in a lower key, it would be dumb. Uh, all right, here's another Rachel Platten song that my friend did a dance to. Uh, she goes to the um, Mission Dance Studio thing. It's uh, She dances on 24th Street with her friends. She does hip hop, she's a very talented dancer. She often tries to teach me how to dance. Uh, we're gonna listen to another song later with the do the whip and the nene, and I still can't do the dance. And she has tried mercilessly to teach me how to do. I still I'm tragically unhip. I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. All right, here is another Rachel Platten song, and maybe she'll do the dance for us in here. But it's radio, so you can't see. Uh, all right, more pop music, yeah. Stand. 